Heads, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about Shard of the Monolith Malphite, who was released April 2nd. April. No, that's uh, September 2nd. <laughs> Months are hard. <laughs> 2009. I always write the number, and I'm like, I'll know what this is in the moment. <laughs> Why would you do that? You thought that nine was four. I don't know. It's April now. I had April in the brain, I guess. I couldn't tell you what any number means for any month, except maybe my birthday (laughs) one. That's it, right? One? I I don't know what that shit is. (laughs) Yeah, what's the first month? Who fucking knows? August? November? I don't fucking know. (laughs) Jan-vember. Right. I, I hate his name. I always hate when it's not the something, like just shard of the monolith. And also shard is too close to shart. <laughs> like, and I think that's why I messed up the month, because in my head I was like, you didn't say shart. You didn't say shart. Good job. Because <laughs> I kept worrying I was going to say shart of the Good monolith. Job. A plus podcast. Except Hell for all the yeah, times we're, we're saying it now. It's true. <laughs> they don't count. This is more times than we've said shart in any other episode. Of any podcast I've ever done. Have a little graph I used to do it. a fetish one with Sarah's. <laughs> <laughs> no sharts involved. We're breaking new ground. Breaking new wind. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Something has happened with Malphite. It's put like goofy juice in the water because everyone's just like wilding out this fucking episode. I don't know why. I'm sorry. It's my. I brought up sharts. That's on me. Yeah. <laughs> well, make up for it and give us your best Malphite impression. Oh my oh, god, god, I forgot about this. Oh, what does he say? He, he's, he's almost he like Ramus. He says like, you will lose. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I play him in Aram a good amount. I don't remember any of his actual lines. I wrote though. down two of them for you. Oh, yeah. I'm moving as fast as I can. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Caught between a rock oh. and a hard place. <laughs> Sounds like really bored Malphite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Malphite sounds like bored Malphite. <laughs> That's fair. Well, he must have read his lore. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, he has a bio and honestly a short story. I was a little surprised we even got a short story. I thought we were just going to get a bio. And then there's some concept art on there as well. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. He's in a few cinematics. Uh... Fighting Lux. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting Lux in almost all of them. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> fucking hates Lux. I don't know why. It's really funny. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I guess technically if you count Road to the Cup as a fight because they're competing, he in all of his cinematics he's fighting Lux. <laughs> it's weird that they're there. They're both there all the time. And then they pair yeah. her up with Galio. They just really like the idea of Lux and giant stone monsters. I don't know why. <laughs> Galio, uh, they made made sense, but Malphite. Yeah. I mean, Malphite. It will be honest here. Doesn't really fit at all in the universe. He's just wrote the end of his bio made me laugh because the end of his bio is like the beginning of so many other people's bio. Of like right. he's just a legend now, which is why probably <laughs> yeah. in his old lore he wasn't part of this universe. Very present thing said that. Really? Wow. Oh. <laughs> nice well, they didn't, they didn't squeeze him in very well. Mm. <clears throat> he's big. He's hard to squeeze in right. places. That's fair. <laughs> when they were first describing the like thing that Malphite came from, we'll get to the bio in a minute. I have no fucking notes, so I'm going to be honest right now. <laughs> but he, you know, he's the shard of <laughs> some big giant rock thing. And when they were describing the big rock thing, I was like, is this Malphite? Is this what size Malphite's supposed to be? <laughs> 
<laughs> He's like that, but smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got arms somehow. Yeah, yeah. And legs and eyeballs and all that, all that good jazz. All the good, all the good human. All the good parts <laughs> that he needed. No penis though. No, no, no. no crevices on this oh, rock monster. No. <laughs> the front so or the back? Dolls, he's creviceless. Just... <laughs> all right. Um, so since you have no notes, Mark, do you want to take us through the bio? <laughs> sure. My notes are, are light, but I do, I do have something. <laughs> Put some sort of pen to paper. No worries. So I think this is by Graham McNeil. I thought that's what I read. Uh, it's actually Ian St. Martin, I think. Oh, okay. Sorry. Maybe I think I, Graham McNeil did his short story. Yeah. Maybe I flipped them. Yeah, I think I, I did that inverted. In any case, um, so this takes us all the way back to back to the void and back to Akathia. And after Akathia had fallen, became a big problem for the Shuriman Empire. So they worked with Ish, Ishtal. It's the first time we're hearing about them, really. Um, who's kind of this... They are like they were like a vassal state of the Shuriman Empire. Um, they are all about elemental magic. Uh, so one of the ascended hosts, Nazuk, who we've talked about before, has like Ezreal's yeah. Gauntlet with his Nether Blade, etc. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he commits to like, I'm gonna solve this fucking problem, and he comes out with this big fuck off flying stone city. Essentially, it's like a fortress, but it's the size of a city. It's so big and it flies around. It's called the Monolith. And with this thing, you know, he and the other ascended go to war against the Void in Akathia. And there's like weeks long carnage, and eventually the whole thing kind of falls out of the sky and everyone dies except for Nazuk who manages to maybe Classic. he eat away he arcane shifted um, but because the monolith is essentially sort of like a living fortress some of the pieces of it still try and kind of regrow and rebuild themselves most of them are kind of choked out by the void until there's only one left who eventually does kind of reform enough to get a consciousness and that's that's Malphite Oh, and I guess Malphite's name comes from the Ishtal word for bad stone, so... Just fucking rude. <laughs> yeah. He means it, like, bad. Like, he's throwing on sunglasses. Oh. He's smoking. He's bad to the bone. He's bad to the stone. Bad to... Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of what what I could say besides bone, and I was like, rock would be stupid. Don't say that. Uh, it's mostly it. He's, like, uh, so many other champions has also become a legend in Shurima. They just kind of throw that in at the end, like a, yes. like a fuck you to the reader. Like, great. Awesome. He's, he's another, everywhere. Yeah. And he's just... It doesn't... He, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, and, then, and then he's just waiting. He's waiting, getting ready to fight the Void. That's really it. Yeah. That, it makes no sense to me that he's wandering around, because the Void... I mean, I guess maybe the Void's everywhere, but not really. You'd think he'd be drawn to places i don't know they seem to have forgotten about malphite i'm fine with all of the ideas behind him honestly like it's kind of simple but that's fine he just wants to kill the void but then have him do that (laughs) i feel like i don't fancy his odds given that he's like a (laughs) tiny fragment of a big fuck off castle that was supposed to kill the void and the big fuck off mm -hmm. castle got destroyed and he's now a tiny fragment of it he might so be getting he's bigger. gotten smaller, and the void's gotten bigger. Oh, yeah, maybe he's getting bigger. Yeah, we can assume he's getting bigger. I, You know, I, I think, like you are saying, Rebecca, I like the ideas. And I think the short story almost kind of serves to try and help, like, address that. It's like, oh, no, the void's <laughs> everywhere. That's why he can not be stuck in this one spot. Because I think that's something they don't mm. want for, for champions. But, uh, yeah, maybe if he had, like, a bunch <laughs> of good stories to help support this and these ideas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, champions can be in one spot. Most of us live mm. in one spot, Riot. We're not wandering around <laughs> digging holes looking for the void or where the fuck he does. <laughs> yeah, he's just digging holes. He's got a shovel. <laughs> he's got, like, a divination rod and a shovel. He's just going around the world. 
Dick and holes. You go out and your garden's all messed up and you're like, fucking mouth fight. Mouth fight, God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I got my fucking azaleas. <laughs> and yeah. Kogma's the, the void version of him, you know. Yeah. They're both mm. just little pups. So this bio was 95% Nazook. Yeah. And then 5% five, five Malphite. Yeah. Exactly. This bio was as high a percentage Malphite as Malphite is percentage monolith i feel like he's got to be i know i mean what do i know right it's not as big as a city but i don't know how big he is now because he's pretty big these days right he seems pretty big i mean even if he's just a small part of the city like that's still i feel like i'd be a very small small percentage of a city personally (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but yeah i mean that's i think that's one of the big issues with it is that like malphite shows up at the very end and it's like fine if you want to start the story there and then we get like three i think you need at least like short stories to like really tell us about him sure but we get one and it's not even about him really either no (laughs) he just shows up at the end like his own bio (laughs) yeah so yeah i don't know the ideas are cool the idea of like this kind of living stone thing this like weird alien intelligence almost could be a lot of fun to play with but they don't. So it's like whatever. Yeah. It's another thing that centers around the void without feeling like it's ever involved with the void at all. <laughs> if that mm. makes sense. Like Kaisa, I don't know, she feels very much like she's a part of that battle. Yeah. And she's, even Lissandra does <clears throat> not in her gameplay, but once you get to any of her stories, you're like, Oh, this she's she's in deep with the void, you know. <laughs> but Malphite, it almost just seems like <laughs> they didn't know what enemy to give them. They were like, I guess the void. I don't know. I don't know. Rocks fucking hate the void. That makes sense to me. <laughs> sure. Fuck it. Right. Yeah. I think that's like, you got the right question of like, what enemy do you put in front of him? Because he's, because I think they were like, we want him to be really big, like really, really big. And it's like, okay, cool. But like, what happens when he just like smushes Darius or whatever? Right. So it's like, uh, the, the void makes sense, I guess. It's like a fine thing to put in front of him, but I don't know. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, he could have been like um, something from space that crashed down into Runeterra, and his enemy would be one of the space people. Who's mm-hmm. in space? He's like Zoe, Aurelian Soul. Aurelian Soul. He's like a comet or something. Yeah, he's a comet. You know what's interesting about that? I'll talk about this now. Um, is that he's in Legends of Runeterra, right? And so he's got new voice lines and stuff. And there's, you know, 2009, and this release was pretty recent. So um, <laughs> he's in Targon in there because every card has to be in a specific region. And he's got a couple of lines about, uh, I was hit by a star once, and uh, sometimes the sky waves and my back tingles. So, who knows? Maybe that's something mm. they might mm. do with him. Maybe His that's just for Runeterra. Who knows? <laughs> Give him the huh. goosebumps. Hmm. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, so maybe, maybe they like that idea too. Like, oh, we'll do some, like he's like a meteor that came to Earth. And that would help like alleviate the feeling of, oh, it's weird that he's here because he's so... Like you said, does it kind of fit almost in a weird way? Yeah. I mean, that that seems more plausible to me than some wizard made a big town rock <laughs> weapon. Like, well, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's a monolith. <laughs> I think if you wrote, like, <clears throat> I would read a Graham McNeil story describing that thing, because I bet you can make it really fucking cool. Yeah, um, that's true. But right now, it's just my imagination, and it's like, none of that's actually there in the writing, you know? <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, speaking of Graham McNeil. <laughs> All right, sure. Uh, what's one? This one's called. I didn't write down. Roots. Of, roots oh, of roots a poison. Roots of a poison tree. 
Yeah, so this one is is being told from the perspective of a, I guess, Piltoven assayer, assessor? Yeah, it was like a sayer, which was a new word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) mining surveyor type person, because they do mining down in Zaun. Um, So she is going down into Zaun to see something that stopped the work, I suppose, and is kind of talking with the foreman as they're going through. And uh, what she finds is this weird stone. It's like, oh, this is weird. This doesn't look right. Um, And then all of a sudden, like, Malphite, who's there in the stone, starts speaking. His face kind of forms in the the rock. And he just kind of tells them, like, hey, don't open that stone. There's void. There's void in them. There hills. <laughs> I got it. It's all. They're all inside me, and I'll just crush them. It's fine. Um, but don't don't open this, the rock. Okay. Goodbye. And then he just leaves. Like he just goes back to you know being stone. And the the it's almost like comical. Like the assessor turns to the the form is like, next time you get the fucking rock. I don't know. They decide not to mine there. That's what they decide. <laughs> Like, you can see, like, it freeze-framed this. He's, frame on, he's like, on Seinfeld now. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, Malphite was filmed in front of a live studio audience, right? Like, <laughs> they're just Next like, wow, time that's... you're going to get that stone on a song. Yeah, instead of being like, Stay wow, that was... rock solid, friends. <laughs> I'd watch rock solid at 9-7 Central <laughs> on Fox. <laughs> anyway. Uh... Yeah, Malphite doesn't really show up, and it... He talks, and it's, I guess, like, it's at least interesting that his, like, all of his lines are capitalized. Like, all of it, it's like they're trying to do a little something with it, but... It just sounds like he that, like that was his answering machine. <laughs> <laughs> his face popped out, and that was his message that he had left. Malphite's not here right now. <laughs> Please don't break these stones. Break it's these full stones. of void. <laughs> I like the void inside of me. John, I... Because one of your only notes is a joke about things being inside of him, and I thought so Malphite's taking these creatures into his body, eh? <laughs> wink, wink, wink. I don't get it. You're gonna have to explain it to me. <laughs> like, uh, there's no crevices. You know, like, uh, like the sex. Mm. <laughs> so they got Malphite pregnant. That's a fan fiction somewhere. <laughs> oh man. Uh. And there might have been a Tilia call out here, or at least a call out to her people. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there was a little mention of her. At least the, I think that's supposed to be her. Stone weavers. <laughs> yeah, the our assessor or whatever is like recalls seeing some stone weaver girl performing on the side of the road, which you know could be her, could be someone else. Um, I guess okay. So one thing I did like about this is that she's talking to the foreman, and the foreman has this like really thick accent, and it's like written. The dialogue is written in a. Uh, um, specific way like it reads kind of like how cajun sounds phonetically to me when i when i read it yeah it's like a neat little detail Um, it was interesting that she was translating it at points too i was curious like who she was translating for like if it was just for us as the audience because it seemed to just kind of be the two of them yeah (laughs) she says i translated you're right like as if there's some third party but i think she's just like i think it's like that only happens at the very first line, and I do think you kind of need it, because if without it, you might be really lost as to how you're supposed to read it, right? Yeah. Um, it did become slightly easier. Like, that that first translation was kind of like a cipher yes. <laughs> for some of the rest of the... Yeah. So I get why why it happened. Um, doesn't may, might not make the most sense. It's at least something interesting that's going on. Like, instead of them just having bo- completely boring-ass dialogue, it's at least <laughs> like, oh, 
it's, it's like they put like a little word puzzle in front of you. It's like, hey, I know this isn't the most interesting shit. Here's a here's a word search. <laughs> I want to meet this Cajun Zanite. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's a. I would be interested to see that more. And in, in some oh, they mentioned Baron Grime too, who I know has come up in some other some other piece of media we've read at some point. One of the Kim Barons. I don't remember that one, but Grime. I know. I. I... Yeah. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Thinking it, it was probably it. like. I feel like the last time we talked about anyone that would have been related to Kim Barons is like Blitzcrank or Jana. It's probably yeah. a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's just kind of just kind of there as a story, and Malphite's just kind of there. Like, I think Malphite <laughs> really likes like a strong like voice almost, and like what they want to do with him, you know. So he's just very yeah. Blur. I didn't get I didn't get a great sense of Malphite necessarily from this story, which yeah. is odd from a Graham McNeil piece. I feel like he usually usually leave with a pretty good idea of everything. <laughs> I've got a, a good s- idea of the caves underneath, right? I want to hear <laughs> yeah. that Cajun talk about. I can navigate. <laughs> I can navigate underground Zon now. <laughs> I still can't picture a Malphite. <laughs> yeah, I can picture the mining crew. I guess is what I would say. And yeah, it's I don't I don't know. I think I just think it's probably like, what do you fucking do with him, right? Because I think it's hard too because you got like Galio, who's also a big rock monster essentially, and Galio's got like a much more clear thrust and personality. And with Malphite, it's like, what do you do that's not also stepping on that, right? There's things yeah. you could do, but. He's not on the priority list. But not things you did. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, I think that's mostly for the stories unless, you know, they just kind of. Mm. Yeah, that's. Yeah. He's in a a place. He feels like Alistar to me a little bit where like they, you know, he's such a face of the game, but they just don't have any plans for him. Which, and bo- I don't think either of them would ever be like the hero of the story or the lead of a story. They're not protagonist material, but, you know, you can you can find him a, a place that would be fun. Yeah, you can be your Korg. <laughs> sure. I think that's what you see a bit in the Terra stuff, because that's, you know, by far the most recent time they've touched him and given a depiction of him. Um, yeah. So he's he's got a personality in there. It's still not terribly interesting, in my opinion, because I think with <laughs> the other issue with Malphite is that, like, you, at some points, like you have to do something other than like a gentle giant type with him. It's like you have a a lot of those in this game. It's like at some point you need to do something else, right? Otherwise, it just kind of becomes background noise to more defined characters. Again, like Galio, right? Mm. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's probably that Galio rework that really screwed him. Old Galio wouldn't have overlapped like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean you're not wrong, frankly. Because old Galio, I think, was much more emo. So it's like, yeah, he, that could work alongside <laughs> one of these guys. Now make a smaller Mal- golem. Make Malphite emo. He know? should be. When you think about oh, it, he should have should a rock be. comb over. <laughs> Man, he they should be do it like Vex, a, you know? God, like take with the Imumu skin line and throw it on the Malphite. I love oh, it. there should be more emo skins. I yeah. gotta say, Riot. Or goth ones, because there's goth mm-hmm. Annie. That was good. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, the Imumu one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were good. Mm. Yeah, I'd like it. But um, one of the things I was going to say is that the bio to me is a lot like Skarner in that he was this piece of some race that was buried <laughs> under the ground for forever and then woke up and everyone's fucking gone. He's the only one left. So like, Skarner's supposed to be a very tragic character. I think Malphite could end up being something like that too if you wanted to try and do that. Mm, mm. I wonder how Skarner's going to change. I mean, he's definitely going to be different by the time we get to him. So sure. that'll be interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's true. There. Now I have a, I have his whole old bio here because it's not super <laughs> long. Oh hell yeah! Uh, this is what he used to be. Okay. Uh, so there is a world of perfect harmony where all are part of the whole. The monolith is the essence of all, and its des- denizens are but singular pieces of the whole. Malphite has always strived to live up to his full potential as his own personal part of the whole, a distinguished creature questing to enforce the flawless vision of order. Then, one day, the dimensional rift opened, and he was summoned across the cosmos to the world of Terra. At first outraged to be taken from the monolith, Malphite quickly learned of this world's disharmony. There were those who sought to bring order out of chaos, and it is they that summoned the rock creature to aid them in this quest. It was a goal that Malphite could respect, and one in which he could participate. Today, he hammers those who would seek to upset Valoran's <laughs> movement towards order, especially those that wield chaotic magic. What? Cool. He was a rock creature that hates magic, unlike... Unlike Maokai. Like any other, <laughs> any, unlike any other rock creature we know. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do like that he's one of those champions who was like, just taken from some other plane of existence or some old right. bullshit. <laughs> oh, so, I love those old ones. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Uh, and as we mentioned, he's part of a few cinematics. So he's in the Dominion cinematic, which was the first time Malphite fights against Lux in a cinematic. Uh, though first, he ults Jarvan and sends him back to Fountain. Then Jarvan comes back and stabs him through the rock and picks him up like he's fucking Superman. <laughs> Jarvan must be jacked. Uh, unfortunately, because of that death, he does not make the final climactic freeze frame at the end of the cinematic. Aww, <laughs> really? Jarvan. He doesn't even get into yeah. the freeze frame. Doesn't even make it into <laughs> he doesn't the, use revive. the class picture. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Fucking riot. God, they did him dirty on that. I never thought about that, that he's not in that freeze frame. That sucks. <laughs> now, he's also in The Light Within, which was the Elementalist Lux cinematic. No. Uh, this one has a little bit of lore. Uh, a kingdom hangs on the edge of ruin as an army of titanic elemental beasts wage war on humanity. The last line of defense is held by a lone warrior queen, Elementalist Lux. To save her people, she must look within and reveal her true nature, no matter what form it takes. Uh, basically, this cinematic looks like Infernal Malphite is just destroying Elementalist Lux. Um, but then she combines elements or something. Uh, <laughs> sure. There's lots of artsy shit here. Uh, and then the cinematic ends, so I can only assume Malphite destroys her. Hey man, once you get once you get like to your second element on that skin, you just you win the game. That's essentially yeah. what that's, that's that's the subtext of that. It's like, hey man, the skin will win you the game. You get body top lane, doesn't matter. Just get your second element. <laughs> All those Lux top mains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is about me. Uh, yeah. Uh, then you've got You Really Got Me, which is the uh, Wild Rift cinematic, where this is the third of three times Malphite fights Lux. <laughs> this is the one where he misses those back-to-back cues on Lux. Right, right. And then Lux ults him, probably yeah. kills him, and sends him back to Fountain. If they had a final freeze frame on this one, he probably would have missed out on this one, too. I must be really good at League. I've never missed a Malphite cue. You're very good. <laughs> Just secret pro strats. Yes. So good. <laughs> Aim strats activated. 
Uh, finally, we got Road to the Cup, which is the Studio Mir animation with the animated pro players doing their signature champions moves, all fighting to get the top of a mountain where the championship cup is. And this one features Invictus Gaming's PDD as Malphite. I remember this. Yeah, he cause he doesn't even look like Malphite. He just summons the old Q, right? The cheese. Yeah. Beer. He does like a massive explosion first and then summons oh, yeah. the old Qs. <laughs> <laughs> Which he presumably whiffs on Lux. <laughs> yeah, so those were those were all the canon Malphite appearances. It's not a lot. Yeah. He does actually have a lot of AUs. Oh, really? All right. We could dive in. I really don't have any thoughts on canon Malphite. Yeah. Other than what we'd said, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I like the art on the short story. It's like just a the depiction of like oh, the yeah. assessor in front of his face. And it's like, I like yeah. that. It's kind of neat looking. Uh, aside, aside from that, yeah, it's just not much, not much going on with Malphite, unfortunately. <laughs> it's got like a boy champ treatment. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess uh, in 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 celebration of Canon Malphite, the first AU we'll start with is Burning Tides, which is a story related event that was used to introduce Bilgewater lore into the new canon. And this one is Ironside Malphite. There are two kinds of mercenaries in the game today, the first being your rank-and-file sellsword, barely worth the stink of grog on his breath. The second is a nigh-indestructible golem, 20 feet tall and made from the hull of a legendary gunship. <laughs> Choose wisely. This one is a literal cannon malphite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I realized all these skins were from the same... Like, I'm recognizing this Garen, this Quinn, this Aatrox... But <laughs> I'm sorry, could you say Aatrox? <laughs> it's the shark Aatrox. We all agree it's the one you thirst for. Um, I don't know. I like this Malphite skin personally. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this before. I don't have it. I thought you were going to say Coral Malphite, actually. I thought this was going to be one that they snuck in. A lot. I have Coral Malphite's usually the one that I use. That or the Clover one. Like, just the yes. two shittiest. The absolute worst. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those ones, they both probably used to just... I know that at least the the Clover one used to just be a recolor of his base, but... Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh. All right, so next up we've got Glacial, which is set in a world where each champion is a creature of ice and snow. <laughs> um, I have some headcanon around this one. Oh, okay. As uh, Glacial Malphite and Frozen Nocturne are in... Uh, Infernal Diana's splash art. She's fighting both of them. Mm. Oh, really? Um, so, I mean, it technically means they're part of the Infernal AU, but Malphite also has an Infernal skin. So we can presume that he lost that fight and instead of being killed was maybe hardened by it and mm. became the Obsidian Malphite that we know and love. I love that, actually. <laughs> that, that's, that's perfect. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was, was not confirmed yeah. anywhere in lore, but you can take that to the bank, folks. Nope, I, say, I like it. <laughs> Ship it. <laughs> uh, the Glacial Malphite lore blurb says, That's no glacier. And that's wow. <laughs> I kind of wish all of the AUs were just this simple. <laughs> uh, it's not even cl- like 
It doesn't even rhyme with moon or anything. Yeah, right? <laughs> it even took me a second to realize what they were trying yeah, to reference that's, there. That's why I was laughing. I was like, that's so stupid. That's not even a joke. <laughs> it's nothing. It should be like glacier right ahead. Something like that. Mm. You know? Dead ahead. What does he say? I don't remember. Oh. Iceberg right ahead. I think it's right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it in the accent right in order to do the really good accent. <laughs> I was doing it in my head. Yeah. Thanks. Now, as we mentioned, he's also part of Infernal, in a setting where the Ashen Lord has been summoned and transformed the world into a land of ashes, cinders, and fire. And this is Obsidian Malphite. This splash is so fucking funny. It's I mean, very dude, good. If you ever, <clears throat> he looks so jolly, almost like he's smiling. Like, he's, just, hey! he's just happy to be here. You <laughs> yeah. know, he's happy to have survived his encounter with Infernal Diana, yeah. and he's very top heavy. Like he skipped leg day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, so, as great mountains were ripped from their foundations during the rise of the Ashen Lord, from deep beneath them climbed strange obsidian creatures, freed for the first time after thousands of years. They seem intent on stopping the Infernals and are uniquely suited to defeating them. Oh, so he's fighting the Infernals. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Wonder how this vibes against your your head cannon theory going. Well, because uh, my my theory is that he he lost to Diana, and then you know uh, maybe he he melted a bit. Maybe his core sunk to the inside of the earth, where it was hardened and turned into obsidian. And then when he reemerged, he was like, "I'm gonna fucking get her. Fuck that." Yeah, I like that even better. It gives him like a nice motivation, right? To, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then we've got Mecca. When colossal kaiju begin attacking from the sea, land, and air, humanity develops equally powerful mecha units to stop them in explosive hand-to-hand combat. He a big boy. He is. Uh, This one's Mecha Malphite. Designated M2, the Mecha Malphite unit is a massive bipedal fortress capable of turning into a planetary drill, making it the ultimate defensive option when faced with new and powerful kaiju. A single punch from its gauntlets can blow holes through thick titanium sheeting, and such attacks have felled countless monsters. Dope. There's a little Ziggs and Heimer dinger. I was going to say, in the background, you can see Ziggs and Heimer. And they're very know. tiny <laughs> compared to him. I do love the recall animation the on this one. He's drilled down into the earth. It's fucking oh. <laughs> The login screen yeah, Armageddon neat. up in here. <laughs> was the login screen the animated one for this, or was it for the the Scion skin? Because I know he's in it. Huh. Where they're like, I think fighting. it was Scion. Okay, it's although it could have been cool. both of them. It must be Scion. I'm sure Scion was. Yeah, that makes more sense. So all right, then we've cool. got a uh, we got Eclipse up next. Long ago, an order of monastic knights slew the vile gods of the old world using esoteric powers granted by the moon and the sun. Now the world has grown dark and violent as those selfsame deities prepare their return, challenged only by the light of the eclipse. This one is Old God Malphite. Appearing to mortals as a jet-black ibex, Malphite was an old god of the mountain slain by the eclipse order and cast down onto the rocks below. Death did not claim him. But the mountain did. And now he rises in its hulking earthen form, the land itself twisted with hatred and consumed by new and terrible hungers. This is one I don't think of. Oh. <laughs> I don't think of it. Who's your angry Malphite? <laughs> now I got Wonders of the World, set in an alternate earth where each champion yeah. represents the culture of a real world nation. 
<laughs> Shamrock Malphite. Malphite is a 20-ton rock man who used to be part of an even larger rock that was destroyed, <laughs> leaving him orphaned on a distinctly unrock-like plane of existence. This is just his real bio. This guy could use a little luck. <laughs> this is the bio. What the fuck? They did our job for us. Fuck. That's no clover. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't even do a Blarney joke. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna pee my pants. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> the other good skin. We got a uh, Forgotten Depth, <laughs> where each skin represents a legend of the deep, similar to the tall tales of the deep sea. This one is Coral Reef Malphite. Which I'll I'll read as a sailor because all the the stories mm. are kind of told first person. Okay. Oh yeah. When I was young, I used to watch our ships sail back to port, but of late can't bring myself to look. For every vessel that docks, another runs aground. The coral that was not there before. It's as though even the seabed has turned against us, slowly moving towards some unfathomable end. <laughs> I like the idea. Telling that guy from Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> That's no doubloon. <laughs> okay, right? I think Forgotten Depths is where I'm going to start saying that champions like Malphite are. Like just him, Kogma. Oh, They're just in yeah. the Forgotten Depths. <laughs> they are for sure. <laughs> oh man! Now we've got a uh, event horizon. In the vast darkness of space are born terrible, beautiful things, cosmic creatures of sublime love, and the unknowable monstrosities of the dark star. These are the children of silent gods, and they are finally coming home. This one is Dark Star Malphite. The remnants of a once lush and enormous exoplanet, the Dark Star consumed and reformed the broken cluster of planetary debris into a twisted consciousness. Ever pulling others into its orbit and unleashing oblivion upon all those who cross its path. Now this one also has a prestige skin. Gilded by the Dark Star's touch and empowered through its radiance, Malphite barrels across space, demolishing entire systems and consuming the broken remnants into his immense and twisted form. I never... Dark, dark stuff. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed that's what he's doing in the splash. Like, <laughs> he's actively, like, chest-bumping planets into oblivion. <laughs> that's pretty now, cool. Yeah. Can we just acknowledge that this was the perfect opportunity for That's No Moon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this was where the joke should have been. No, this is good serious. <laughs> the Dark Star ones are like a little too over serious for me. But yeah. I think it varies. Sometimes like like the um gosh, who was it that was like the whole was it karma? It was like a whole civilization that had been like died and the consciousness reformed or some crazy shit like things like that i kind of like about it <laughs> yeah I mean, it's really really wild last up odyssey oh, that's a long one there's mm -hmm. a lot uh the great demaxian empire has laid claim to almost every inhabited system ignoring the objections of the ancient templar order and the criminal syndicate alike in pursuit of the wondrous bounty of aura 
This mysterious golden essence, drawn from the vast majestic creatures that patrol the stars, is the lifeblood of all civilization, but also promises untold power to those who can wield it for themselves. This one's Odyssey Malphite. Malphite was once the pit boss of a deep space mining operation, until Jinx cracked the asteroid in half and got them both fired. He always dreamed of going into internal medicine in one of the universe's premier healthcare facilities, but with medical school prohibitively expensive, Malphite turned to mining work, banking half of every paycheck to help pave the way for his dream to become a reality, until Jinx was assigned to his team. For whatever reason, the two developed a deep friendship, even though all his money went into repairing the equipment that she kept destroying. Having landed on the Morning Star as a matter of proximity, wherever Jinx goes, Malphite goes, he has developed something of an inability to control his emotional outbursts. He talks slowly, walks slowly, and only ever seems to perk up for a fight, or a crime, or a crime that involves fighting. His incredible loyalty for someone who is very obviously a psychopath has landed him in countless running battles across the galaxy, but he doesn't seem to mind. His alien biology has granted him a rock-hard carapace and big punchy fists. And you can go far in life with big punchy fists. <laughs> that's pretty fun. That's that's at least like a, a character, right? <laughs> like, hey, look yeah, at that. I figured I figured he was going to have more of a personality there or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also said that uh, Malphite can withstand a tremendous amount of damage, regrowing armored plates on both his skin and a very stylish technological cowl he wears. Uh, former opponents will describe him as really very dumb and incredibly hard to kill, in that order. But most fail to realize the real danger Malphite poses. Surrounded by a ragtag team of idiots, robbed of his life's original purpose, and entirely responsible for his own predicament, he will gladly throw his sizable mass into anyone or anything that so much as glances at him wrong. And once Malphite gets going, there's nothing in this universe that can stop him. Cute. First reference to one of his in-game moves right? yet. <laughs> Here we are at the end of it all. <laughs> he has abilities. <laughs> Interesting. Now, this also has a cinematic called Welcome Aboard. This is the recruitment video for the Morningstar that Jinx taped over a video of, video of Malphite's birthday party. Uh, as Jinx is introducing the crew, we see Malphite building a ship in a bottle, but he accidentally breaks it and has a temper tantrum and smashes the table. Uh, it also seems like Malphite is good at whatever game he, Jinx, and Yasuo were playing because he beats her, and then Jinx jumps across the table to attack him. He's also very supportive of Jinx's video at the end, and after she finishes showing it to Sona, he's the only one clapping, despite <laughs> it very obviously being taped over his birthday video. <laughs> what a good friend. Right? So is is him wanting to have gone into medical medical school, is like the joke that he's so dumb yet he wanted to go do something that's such like an academic pursuit? Or is that like, is it played straight? I mean, straight? Mundo did it. Mundo figured sure. it out. He's kind of self-taught, to be fair. He did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he, Sometimes you gotta online, be. Online, online. You know. <laughs> People don't understand his medicine. It's mm. fair. It's a special medicine. <laughs> it's internal medicine in a very literal. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for Odyssey. Uh, and that's it for AUs. All we have left are a handful of fun facts. There's not a ton of them. Hammer me with it. <laughs> hey. Whatever he says. Uh, nailed it. <laughs> Uh, so Malphite's voiced by uh, David Sobolov in Legends of Runeterra, who also voices Volibear. I could not find the OG. Oh, like did his voice initially. Yeah, hmm. I think it's one of those ones that's been 
lost the ages. Lost Could time. have easily just been a rioter. You know who the fuck yeah. knows, right? Yeah. It was just Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. It it it, av- it would have been Mark if either. I'm just imagining That's Brandon's high pitched yeah. voice compared to Mark. His pitch shifted yeah. down or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Chip, who I think we were kind of introduced to in Legends of Runeterra, um, but also maybe showed up a little bit in Arcane or at least something close to. Um, who is Chip? Little rock creature. Who? Where's Chip and Arcane? So when they first go to the Undercity, and that dude's sitting on the cage, oh, and they've that got cr- like that little isn't that Krug? Oh, Krug that's on the thing. Oh, it could have been. Huh. I'm pretty sure it's a Krug, but you know, what, what, my, who knows? Who knows? Right? But who knows? Maybe Chip is Krug. Krug is Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they are written to have a father-son dynamic. Okay. Where? Because Chip wasn't in any of his lore. Yeah, it's in Legends of Runeterra. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chip is a little a little stone thing that just kind of hops around. It's very... Well, chip off the old block. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got it. Yeah. Thanks, son. <laughs> um... Malphite was created by the god warrior Nazuk, who, as we mentioned, was the original owner of Ezreal's Gauntlet. And he's between 3,000 to 3,500 years old, because that's the timeline we've got of when that shit went down. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Malphite's ground slam leaves an imprint shaped like the Riot Games logo upon impact. Yeah, that's fun. And his dance references capoeira. Oh. His his dance is actually the the kind of base capoeira movement, the Jenga. You know, I can see it now that you say it, but <laughs> it's because his shit's so old that it just yeah, it just looks like he's like running in place almost, or just some old <laughs> something that just looks janky. Yeah, it's very like I mean, and he's very stiff, which is like the opposite. Of capoeira, of capoeira, yeah, it was an interesting decision to yeah. make for Malphite. Yeah, of everyone. Uh uh, the Pearl Mecha Malphite Chroma is a Herbie the Love Bug reference, and it even has a number eight on his side, while Herbie has a five and a three. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I don't think I've seen that Chroma in game. Hmm. Is this like the car? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never He's a seen sex it. Bug. He's goes wild. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> it's Malphite fully loaded. Gotcha. <laughs> fully loaded with void creatures. <laughs> Stuff oh, them all so in there. That's no car. <laughs> uh, Odyssey Malphite was actually inspired by Korg. Mm, mm. Yeah. And finally... The uh, one of his other skins is like the the World Championship skin when Fun Plus Phoenix won Worlds. And the FPX Malphite recall animation was thought up and inspired by Doin' B's dance challenge to Caps. He he did some dance moves and challenged Caps to a dance off, and then Caps' dad responded with his own dance moves. What is adorable? Who won? <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, Doin' B got his dance moves in game, so probably <laughs> B gone. Who are you saying? Doin' B. Doin' B? This is his name. Doin' B. Doin' B. Oh, I don't recognize this name. He was a he was a player on Fun Plus Phoenix, so oh. if you didn't watch many of those games. No. Sorry. Mm. 
It's fine. I was just so confused. I didn't know what you were saying. I was like, <laughs> is that a dance that I didn't know about? Is You've never like heard TikTok? of the D&B? <laughs> Everyone's doing it. It's like you're speaking English, but it's not making any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I know the words separately, but... <laughs> If you thought flossing was cool, you probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the doing bee is gonna knock John, your socks off. I'm in my thirties. <laughs> no. Oh man. Yeah. But that's all the fun facts we have for Malphite. Oh, I have a fun fact. Oh, oh shit! shit. Uh, I lied. That's not all the fun facts is, we had, Mark. This is coming up one. strong. The secret fun fact is that <laughs> in Legends of Runeterra, when the turn timer comes up, he'll start humming. Uh, she'll be coming around the mountain. That's adorable. Yeah, I, I, More I really like. Yeah, it was neat to see that Lux did it too, or her own thing. You know, I want every mm-hmm. champion to have a, th- a song that they hum. That's some sort of <laughs> public domain <laughs> type <laughs> property. The Jeopardy theme for one of them. <laughs> <Right. laughs> That's it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, not a lot for Malphite. Not a lot here. What I can see be? like. It's not like he was an exciting character concept that I'm real disappointed that we didn't get better stories yeah. for. I feel like this was pretty much what I expected. I don't expect we're going to get much better either. <laughs> He's probably just hard to write for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I was like, well, you know, this is the first time they talked about Ishtal and like maybe we'll talk about it there, but no, he's not a good vehicle for like learning about <laughs> that in any way. I was going to say like, oh, there's a void thing coming up. Maybe he'll be involved with in that. No, he <laughs> won't be. <laughs> I don't think so. Nope. That would be kind of fun, though. It could be a way to beef him up a little bit if they really wanted to. Not even a lot, just... Okay, hear me out. Okay. For the MMO, mm-hmm. if we're fighting void creatures, Malphite is a dungeon, and we've got to go inside of him yeah. to fight the void creatures. <laughs> That's kind of Dude, fun, I... actually. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it because he's I'm... got like a few inside. He can't crush them; they're making him sick. You know, something like <laughs> Ooh, that. So you, you got go like magic school bus in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like weirdly into it. No, I love that idea. Um, what I was gonna say, what I would love to see, because he's he looks really fucking old, right? I would love to see him get a big like visual rework. And yes. if they do it, I would love for them to just flat steal this character called Rook from uh, the MOBA demigod. <laughs> if you ever heard of that. From two, for at least in 2009. No, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but their their box art character that they love to use is this guy who's this huge walking uh, like castle and like has like turrets and shit on his shoulders. So I'd love for them to do something like that with him. And have like <laughs> like little like temples all inside him or some some crazy shit. And yeah, make that'd him a big cool. dungeon. That's all. That'd be awesome. Do you know how I hope you get inside of Malphite? <laughs> I'm sorry I phrased it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about an Ocarina of Time when you go into a side Lord Jabu Jabu or whatever his name is. And he just opens up his giant mouth as he's sitting there. You never have a conversation with this big fish. He just opens his big maw and is like, please go in my insides and fix them. <laughs> so I'm just imagining Malphite just laying there and he just opens his mouth and you got to walk in. <laughs> You gotta like tempt him to open it with. Oh yeah, yeah. A you hard boiled egg. <laughs> what? He's not Jax. Maybe he is. We've never seen him under that mask. No, it's LeBlanc. If anything, I've he's never LeBlanc. seen Jax and Malphite in the same place at right. the same time. <laughs> Could you imagine that rock coming at you when he smells like eggs? <laughs> <laughs> he, he opens his massive mouth. And just... <laughs> Honestly, if he was volcanic rock, he would. Yeah, is right. The thing. <laughs> 
stinky egg email. We've uncovered it. <laughs> you think it's eggs that tempt him, though, but he's really like, no, I'm molten lava. Also, I don't eat. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. So that's Malphite. We're, cool. <laughs> we're, we're done with Malphite. There wasn't a lot. I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. But luckily, we're great. <laughs> Yeah. Don't take us for granted. <laughs> I still can't get over bad to the stone. That was really good. Mm. <laughs> they need, we I need a bad to the stone Malphite real bad, dude. <laughs> and, oh, that could be his like Demacia Vice skin. Oh god, right. sunglasses, yes. leather jacket. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bad please, to the stone. Love please it. do it. Yeah. All right, that was my Malphite. Thank you for listening. <laughs> We're on Twitter. It's at Loreheads. And we stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Loreheads. We play League on Saturdays. John does TFT on Mondays. We post these on YouTube along with some fun little, little parodies that John does. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a Discord. You can find the link in the description of this episode. It's also pinned on our Twitter if you're having trouble finding it. We have a Patreon as well. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. And a very special thank you to our Madarda tier patrons. D. Smurfs, Jeremy Rich, King of Hearts, Mylect, and Shupa Moustache. <laughs> I'd say moustache fancy. You did. <laughs> uh, you are all awesome. And if you were trapped in oh. Malphite's stomach, we'd dungeon crawl to save you. <laughs> I Not get if it some eggs. Like eggs. I hard boil them. Yes. <laughs> it smells like eggs the whole time. <laughs> Febreze it. We'll come in own. and after you. After. It's <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm gonna think about next time I smell some eggs. <laughs> Fucking Malphite. <laughs> oh, Malphite here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Be sure to join us next week as we have another, I am sure, short episode to talk about the Prophet of the Void, Malzahar. <laughs> <laughs>